Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We're here to help you fall asleep. After you're ready for bed, and you turn out the lights, you get tucked in, all that stuff, you just press play on this podcast. I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. It's going to create a place safe from all your racing thoughts and worries. A place that gets a little bit more and more boring as the story goes on. And that way, you can just listen to me, listen to what's happening. Next thing you know, you're going to be drifting off into dreamland. Find older episodes if you subscribe in iTunes or on our website at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. If you have a comment, a question, or just want to say anything at all to me, it's feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Or you can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. Dearest, I don't know how clear that is, Dearest Scooter. But yeah, that's my Twitter handle. <laughs> if, you like, if, you, if you like the show and you find it works for you, helping you fall asleep or... Please let someone know, a family member, a friend, an enemy, a frenemy, or just someone on Twitter, you know, you know, there's lots of people on Twitter that can't sleep. If you have time to review and rate us on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it because it'll raise our profile and help us reach out to more people that can't sleep. I'd also like to give a shout out. Do people give still give shout outs? I'd like to give a, a round of applause and thanks to Michaela and Randy, two of our new friends. That's Randy with an I and Michaela with an A-E-L-A. They're two of our newest fans on Facebook. And if you go ahead and like us or fan us, whatever they call it on Facebook, that's where I'm going to be posting bloopers from, from the show or mistakes or really bad stuff that I messed up. So that'll be on Facebook. So if you want to hear me... Um, hey, even worse than I normally am. So go go ahead and like us on Facebook or fan be a fan at uh, Sleep With Me Podcast on Facebook somewhere. And I just want to thank you guys for listening. That's about it. Uh, so on with the show tonight. Tonight we have another episode of After the Glass Slipper. And that's our story of what happened after since the... What happened after Cinderella became princess? We're mostly following the stepmother and the fairy godmother and the antics they've kind of been getting into and trying to get a piece of that castle for them that Cinderella now has as princess. When we last left off, believe it or not, they had got into, accepted into the fold of the castle. I don't know if you'd say that, but the stepmother, Mistress Agatha now, as she's called, has become like the a good witch, uh, not a good witch, but, you know, uh, the witch to the king or witch to the prince, and she's proven herself on the field of practice battle, defeating some of the tests the king set up for her. So things are looking good, pretty good. Things are looking pretty good for her. And the fairy godmother managed to somehow get her wand back, but we haven't heard from her. So that's where we left off. And tonight, is we pick up right where... <laughs> that's where we left off and tonight we pick up right where we left off with the uh, fairy godmother the stepmother, Mistress Agatha after her victory on the fields of battle practice battle and Roland are returning to the wizard's tower and you know they go in they're gonna, 
She's still kind of bent out of shape about her missing wand and the missing pig, but they got an old points bulletin it out, searching for that, for searching for the pig. They're, you know, they're going to, you know, toast each other in victory. As soon as they pop open the door, who's standing there in the shadows but the fairy godmother. She just reaches out her wand and does a little plank, plank on their foreheads. Mistress Agatha, the stepmother, and Roland, the uh, former captain of the guard, and now Agatha's kind of sidekick. They turn into maggots. The fairy godmother drops them right in a bucket of slop that had been left by the prince for the for her when she was a pig to, to snack on. So they're crawling around in all sorts of junk and garbage. And since maggots can't talk, we don't know what they're saying, but they're probably thinking some nasty stuff about the fairy godmother. And don't ask me how it works if you had a huge you know, mammalian brain, and then you're shrunk down to a maggot, but you retain your consciousness and all that somehow. That's why they call it magic. And then the fairy godmother plinks herself and turns herself into a version of Agatha, or, well, turns herself into a doppelganger of Agatha, and she sets off to the main castle where the princess and the prince stay. She asks to see the princess, Cinderella. And they set her up, they send her a in the waiting room and you know after the, the all the to-dos of the past day Cinderella calls her into a, a sitting chamber and she's in there she's kind of looking cold and suspicious and she looks the fairy godmother who is actually the stepmother Agatha up and down and she sits down they sit down she gives her a seat and she sends her staff out but she don't, they don't say anything and the fairy godmother is kind of saying, you know, hey, Cinderella. She goes to give her a hug, and she's just ice cold to her. And she says, oh, oh, my darling, how have you been? It's been so long. Did you, did you see me in battle? You know, did you, did you see everything I did? Oh, and when I battled that muck monster. Oh, Cinderella, I've, I did it all for you. I know I'm so sorry that I traumatized you with pretending to be your stepmother. And Cinderella says, uh, I'm not speaking to you. I have nothing to say to you. Oh, Cinderella, I, I understand, I understand. Like, you know, I had to protect you. You see, I was sworn by your father. Your father, bless his heart, and a king before that to protect you and keep you safe. Here, let me let me go into my form that you might, you know, might make you feel more comfortable. And she plinks herself in the wine. She changes it to the fairy godmother. Cinderella just crosses her arms and shakes her head silently. And she goes, oh, I, I know you must be so angry about my those daughters I had and how horribly they treated you as a child. But you should know that they weren't actually my daughters. They were actresses from a traveling, a traveling cir- circus. They were traveling performers I hired. And yes, I, I hired them as children, and I kind of raised them like they were my children, but they were terrible. Even they were acting, but even on the inside they were terrible. And I had to let them, it was to build your character, Cinderella, and to keep you hidden from dark forces that want to get their claws into you. And that, that is why. I, I did not mean for your life to be so painful and tough. And I tried to be your fairy godmother and get you into the ball and get you with the prince and all that. I'm sorry, please, please, oh, please, Cinderella, speak to me. Cinderella doesn't say nothing. So Godmother is like, man, this is a tough case. Um, she goes, well, 
I, I spoke to the prince the other day. He's he's much lovelier than than he even seems like from far off. He was telling me about his father being a lowly lord and his childhood and how lonely it was and how you were like a rose sent to him from the heavens that you floated down like a rose floats on the wind and how intelligent you are and smart you are and I can see how you love him so, Cinderella. This kind of started to uh, soften Cinderella a little bit. The fair, fairy godmother saw her and she was like, Oh, Cinderella, do tell me. What it's what is love like? I've always wondered. I mean, I loved your father so, of course, of course, of course. But I always wondered what it was like. Oh, Cinderella, do you, do you dream of like, like when I was speaking with the prince, I imagined if what loving him would be like, like wondering if you could go back in time and join him as a boy and fall in love with him then, and just spend time with him as a boy and then as a young young man and. A, and and then to you know spend your whole life with him is that what it's like? And, and now she's really onto something because Cinderella starts to smile. Do you just dream of you know floating in his hair and his eyes, Cinderella, the prince's dreamy eyes and his hair, and imagine it would take you away to anywhere you wish you would be, but that would be the only spot you wished you were in. Like something so magical. Is that what love is like? Is that what love is? That his breath is like a a puffing of a puff pastry inside of you, puffing your heart and your soul, your eyes and your bosom and your loins. You know, I'm not so different than you. As a human. But and all of a sudden, Cinderella kind of goes from identifying to get a little cross and shit. What, what is it you want, really? What is it you want? Why are you here? Why have you been following me supposedly my whole life? Like, so first you're two different people and you take me the ball and you don't want me to go to the ball and you're mean to me and then you're nice to me. I. We could. And now you're saying my father, you worked with my father, and I, this is all ridiculous. You know, I, I could have you executed. I'm the princess. I, I need to—you what, what, you say you're here to protect me from what? From what dark forces? Oh, dark forces. Oh, watch out for those dark forces on the rise. They're on the horizon coming for me. Oh, you know what? I think you're just a petty old ugly crow sometimes and then a puffy-faced grandmotherly— uh, childless yeah I don't even know with your little magic wand and you come here you know what your magic wand's done for me it's made my heart cold you know what the prince has done for me mostly has melted my heart in a good way not a like a melted like a fire that would make my heart liquid and melt and then I would pass and die but you with your games with your two faces and your two personalities and your actress daughters putting on a show. You think I... I don't trust you, woman. And you tell me I cannot carry the prince's child. You won't tell me why. You're going to need to come up with an answer for that, okay? Dark forces doesn't cut it. I love the prince. I'm ready to have his child. Nothing you can say 
can stop me. The fairy godmother, she's just in shock at this. She's just like, because she's, you know, this is her duty to keep Cinderella from bearing this prince's child. And we don't understand why. Even she doesn't understand why. But she knows that this could mean something horrible, horrible could befall everyone. Like they sent that muck monster. Who knows what they're sending next if she can't get her job done. So please, Cinderella, calm down. I am so sorry. I take all the blame. I take all responsibility. You're correct in everything you say. Well, you fairy stepmother. Here's the deal. I'm, I'm going to be a good princess. Child or no child. I haven't, I, I, you still have a little chance left. But I'm going to be a princess that's remembered forever. In this area, this region, this continental zone. So, here's what's going to happen. Listen close. You're going to take that wand and you're going to leave it with me. The fairy godmother's like, oh. And then what you're going to, and then this is what you're going to do. You have three days. You're going to leave that wand with me. You have three days, and I'm going to give you a task. And then if you're not back with the task complete in three days, in my name, you're going to complete this task. That prince is going to impregnate me like a litter of whatever, however cats get so pregnant they put out all those kittens. Or pigs with the piglets, whatever. I'm going to be that pregnant with the king's children. A pack and a litter and a murder of crows all in this womb. So you listen close. You have three days. Now you might not remember this while you were sleeping in your linens with your two daughters in your precious bedrooms. But while sleeping on a straw mat in the corner by the fire place you know what nipped at me every day for my all my days little bugs that live in those beds nipping 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 and sucking at my blood bed bugs every night of my life I was crawling and itching not to mention straw why who, who, who thought of that yeah let's sleep on something pokey and smelly that pokes you and has bugs in it. I don't know what awful monster. But anyway, the majority of the poor and the near poor in this town sleep in straw beds and stricken not only with the pokey straw, but with bed bugs. And I see them itching. I see the bugs jumping and nipping and dancing and the sores on the poor little girls. And I can only imagine the sores when you have them in your bottom, on the back. You know that spot on your back of your ankle? It always itches more than everyone else. Why? Why? What is your, does your wand have an answer for that? Huh? Or, or your ear? You know, you, did you ever have an itchy ear? And then the kids, you know, they think the kids just made fun of me because I was Cinder Girl, Cinderella. What about, and they called me Itchy Butt. Your daughter's called me that, and worse. So, 
No magic. Entire town. No bed bugs. You have three days. Otherwise, whatever this, these, these legs are going to be, that prince, he's going to be. And I, I find him irresistible. I ache for him. You don't think this is easy for me, do you? So get on it, you nasty faced, kind face, two face. I want the bed bugs gone. Or the prince will have a spark of life in me. And this won't be the last. Remember, remember, as you carry this task, that you and your daughters burn fires for night after night after night after night after night and told me not to clean up because you had a surprise for me. Oh, Cinderella, we love you so. We have a special surprise coming for you, so don't sweep that fireplace. Oh, Cinderella... <laughs> and you would giggle at each other. You look like you don't even remember that. And then you took all those rotten lentils you'd been saving. You threw them in the ashes and you told me to pick out every single one. You said you knew how many there were. And that if I picked out the wrong, if I didn't pick out every single one, I can't even remember. Don't think I forgot any of this. Okay. The lentils. You're going to pick every bed book too. Get rid of them all. If I see one sore on one poor, sore on a poor, I'll know. Get out. With that, Cinderella threw out the fairy godmother, stepmother, and and she was gone. Now she had work to do. And that's where we'll leave it tonight is her new quest to rid the village of bedbugs. And who knows? If, I don't even know if it's midnight. I doubt it's midnight because that would be after the princess's bedtime. But waiting back at the wizard's tower are two angry maggots. They could be changed back into normal or not. So that's where we're going to leave it. Stepmother might be in love with the prince. Cinderella definitely is. Can you just imagine poor Cinderella picking through a fire ashes and picking up one lentil? And she's so kind, according to tales. I don't personally know her. I just am relaying this story to you. But she probably said something nice to every lentil and brushed it off. Oh, lentil, you are so unevenly shaped. You're wonderful. Oh, second lentil. Oh, lentil, too. You have a bump on your side. You're such a special lentil. Hop right in. Oh, here's lentil three. And you are so plain that you remind me how wonderful it is to just be plain. So special, your plainness. Oh, here's another lentil. You're a little heavy lentil. And that's good, because you're denser than the rest. That means you're more packed with good stuff to help me grow and my beauty and my kindness. In fact, the sunshine's filled you with goodness. Thank you. Oh, and here's three lentils together, three best friends that are lentils. And friendship, though I don't have it, and I cry my sleep, I dream of friendship like you three lentils have, sticking together so closely in a fire. Was your friendship forged by fire? Or was it so 
fiery and powerful that it burned everything around you. Well, good day to you, three lentils. Oh, and here's another lentil. You know you're not a lentil, you're a stone. Well, get the heck out of here, stone. I'm counting lentils. Oh, and here's another lentil. And it makes me want to sing. Though the stepmother says my singing's no good. I'm going to sing to you, Lentil. Go on in. You made me sing. That's what you're special for. Oh, and here's a Lentil. And you have the little look about you, Lentil, that you're so smart and sharp. You just want to listen. So go ahead and go in with these lentils and listen to what they have to say. Yes, I'm picking lentils, but I don't have a lentil song. Oh, hello. More lentils. Welcome. Welcome to my lentil party. You and you, you two lentils, are my guests of honor along with all the other lentils. Because I am so thankful to find you in these ashes. It is so wonderful to meet you, lentils. And I do mean that... Oh, you're covered in dirt. Let me brush it off. Let me get these ashes off you. Oh, yes, lentils. Let me dust you clean. For the dust is mean. And lentils are so bold. Okay. Good, good day. And just hop right in with these other lentils. There's thousands more from the floor of lentils. Oh, lentils, what do you dream of? Do you dream of being away from this fire? Oh, I'm going to pick you up and talk to you. Do you dream of being free? In a lentil town Maybe you would live in mushrooms And roll about And you could have a little lentil called Lentilette And maybe Papa Lentil He's kind of the guy in charge And Handy Lentil could clean up And stuff a brainy lentil who's so smart and one who loves jokes and another lentil that is handsome and loves himself and one that's strong call and handy think of me more like one that likes to surf but doesn't have any other purpose and other lentils that also have one trick like a teacher or a librarian or a scientist though science hasn't been invented and our religion forbids it anyway you could be a priest and you could all live together maybe some lentil eating Human would try to disrupt your way of life, but that is what I'll dream of tonight, is your lentil that 